All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Intoxicated Sports Report on this June the 14th, 2022. I'm Gage Samoji, and the man on my left is Mr. Emerson Holloway Hip. What's happening? How's it going, man? It's going. Yeah? Nice to see you on two days in a row. Yeah, look at that. I love that. Yeah. Who thought? Yeah, no, I don't see, I don't see <clears throat> very often two days in a row. These, you know, yeah, it's but, few and far between. Yeah. It's pretty much podcast day these days. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, that's the, that's I got the, things going on. You know, I got a life. I got I got a life now. We both do. You know, not, not to say schedules. you don't. Not yeah. to say you don't. You got a life too. schedules. You know, but uh, just you know, it's, it's nice to see you once a week though. Yeah, <laughs> we get well, our time. We'll, 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 we'll take our once a week, <laughs> right. and it's fine. Yeah, and we get to do what we love the exactly. most. Talks yes, and you get to listen to us, which we appreciate. <clears throat> yeah, as always. Yeah. What you got in your hand there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I blanked out there for a minute. We're drinking mojitos today. Hell yeah. One of the most, I'll say underrated cocktails that there are. I think what I love the most about this cocktail is, is it always served in a pint glass? Uh, I think if you went to most restaurants, it would serve it in like a, a tall glass, yeah. There we go. Maybe one not as wide as a, mm-hmm. as a pint glass, but. Yeah, I've always liked these. I've, you know, I love the smell of mint. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mint. I mean, you know, you, know, nice. eat, you know, eat it, but effervescent. It, yes, exactly. That's a, that's a hell of a word. <laughs> what was that? Effervescent. Effervescent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I'll take your word. I'll take your word for it, Mr. Bartender. Very fragrant. <clears throat> we are currently watching the Giants game. They're playing the Royals. Yep. It's zero oh. zero. Bottom of the first. Is it twenty fourteen? I know. October. Right? <laughs> I was listening to the radio today, and there was, you know, they, they were talking about the Royals and the Giants, and. I think they're talking to Kruger Kipe. I always forget, you know, which one they talk to. Yeah. And they were talking about how if Kansas City still thinks about that 2014 loss. And I'm sure they do, but the it was Kruger Kipe made a good point. And he was like, well, they won it the next year. So right. I'm sure it kind of made up for it a little exactly, bit. Exactly, yeah. You couldn't feel too bad about that. No. But you got to think, they're like, man, we were this close from back to back. Right. But you didn't, and we're happy about it. Yes, sir, we are. So... What do we got going on today, man? So we're going to talk about our little excursion to NASCAR. I know you weren't there. We missed you. Didn't feel right without you, but it was still a good time nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Giants, who are coming off a nice sweep with the Dodgers. Oof. Um, we also got uh, the Stanley Cup final is set. It's going to be starting tomorrow. Wish and it was starting today. I know. We're a we little should, dry on sports today. Uh, we should be watching it right now. Right. Because I think, I think we can both agree that if the Stanley Cup was on, We'd be watching that. It'd be on the TV. The Giants game would probably be in the background over there. Right. But it'd be on this main TV right here. Yeah. Um, So, yes, we're going to be talking about that. And then, of course, the NBA Finals, the beef to finish it off. Yeah. Oh, the beef. So, we're going to start with NASCAR. We had one hell of a ball, year two of the the group making it out to uh, Sonoma for NASCAR. Um, Looks like you guys had a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the stories. I really. I enjoyed. I, I, I liked how you did a bunch of stories because I think at first it only looked like you did like seven or eight. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's you know. Kind they of were dry. having a tough time loading. And then I know it's like the next day right. it loaded. Right. So go check it out if you haven't seen it. It's on our highlight page it or it's on the highlights of our Instagram page. Right. And if you want to look at the one from last year too, I watched that a few. I watched that a few days ago, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. good. It's pretty good. Uh, but you guys did a good job. So. Tell us all about it. Yeah, so we uh, got up early again, like we did last year. We probably got in there about right around 9 o'clock. It took us only like 20 minutes to get there, which was which, unbelievable. 
Because, like you said last week, there was going to be pretty much full occupancy. Yeah, they, they opened the gates up in full to... Uh, Compared to the 30% right. occupancy last yeah, year. Yeah, it was a breeze last year. It looked like it was pretty packed. It was fuller. Yeah, I mean, even like the stands, I don't really think I took any pictures of like the stands behind us, but they were only probably like a half, half full, maybe a little bit more. Do you, do you even waste your time on looking at grandstand prices? No, it's over $100. It's not, not yeah. really worth it. And it's like, how much of it? When you sit in the grandstands, you see the front stretch and the last corner. That's it. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah. I mean, you're in the shade all day, which is nice. Yeah. Because where you guys sit, you get we get it's pretty much where you were at last year at, right. the, at the end of the race. Right. I like that view. I, I mean, when when we went when I was a kid, we'd always sit in a tent that was like just around the corner, so mm-hmm. it was the same general area. Which so I've always liked that spot. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of see the back back stretch as well uh, from that vantage point. Yeah. Plus, I got the the TV monitor mm-hmm. out there, so you you can watch pretty much anything that's important. What was the one highlight of the day? If you could pick one for yourself. Uh, it's at your expense, but Kyle Larson losing his wheel literally right in front of us. <laughs> I got a Snapchat from Dylan. He was like, it's kind of hard to win with three tires. I'm like, fuck you. It was so funny, too. Like, it was, I want to say, shortly after a pit or like a pit, you know, uh, rotation or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm totally botching that term, but um, green flag pit stops and up the hill comes a fucking rolling wheel. And we're like, who the hell, where, where'd that come from? We're like, who the hell is that? Yeah. And then all you see is Larson, like, spinning off into the, into the dirt, like, just around the corner. It wasn't a good week for both of my drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bell didn't finish well either. I also have to ask, because I asked you last week who you thought would be the drunkest. Yeah. And you, I think you said Garrett. I did. Go who me. originally, he drove there, right? He did drive. But there, yes. didn't drive back. Correct. So who do you think was the drunkest? I'm going to give that to Danny, easily. Easily. Yeah. I mean, not that everyone else wasn't. Isn't that what I said? Didn't I, didn't I say Darts? I, I thought Darts would be a good candidate for sure. Darts is always a good candidate. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he doesn't drive. I mean, he doesn't. Like, those kind of things he doesn't like to drive. Right. Which I get. I but he was definitely shit faced at certain points of the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, but, I, know, I know all about getting shit faced in NASCAR <laughs> games. So I know, I know what it's like. I know it's fun. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was an overcast day. The weather was super funky. It actually even drizzled during our tailgate for a minute. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, totally overcast until about 3 o'clock, which was right around when the last stage started. Hmm. So, and then it kind of broke up. So it wasn't, it was kind of muggy? It wasn't like super gross and humid, but it, like, obviously it did drizzle a little bit, but it wasn't super muggy. Um, it was just, was, it was kind of thankful because it wasn't blazing hot. Like it was last year. Yeah, last year was pretty warm. Because I think originally during the week it said it was supposed to be like, what, 95, 94? Well, it was going to be that warm leading up, and then it was going to drop to around 80. Mm-hmm. And then it's the, as the days gone, kept going by, it kept dropping, which was nice. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be overcast, but... And you guys originally it's parked in a spot and then moved because you had a <laughs> yeah. shitty parking spot. Yeah, so we were, in hindsight, we were, we're going to, you know, never go the route we did again. Um so you guys went a different route than you did last year? Well, we, we went in the same gate, but we went to the outside line because people were like waving us over there. We just didn't even think anything of it. And then if you go and I think a lot of people knew this because the line on the left was the longest mm-hmm. and that's the way we went in last time. And they send you to that, to a much better space for tailgating. Oh, and they sent us going on the right, they send you up this fucking hill and they park you on a slope and it's just not ideal. But we did find a cool spot in that area, you know, after all the parking attendants had left and just camped out and... Find a flat spot to grill and play some some cornhole. And you guys took two cars. Two cars, yeah. Trucks. Yeah, nine of us. 
think everyone had a good time. Yeah, it looked like it. it looked like you guys had a good good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish I was there. I know. Dev and I both wish we were there. Yeah. But we also had a really good time in Tahoe. Yeah. You know, I know we both did, yes. I'm not going to say I just did. We both <laughs> did. It also rained in Tahoe on Sunday. Is that right? It, yeah, kind of scattered shower. I mean, it was coming down at one point pretty well. And then it stopped, and it kind of seemed like it was scattered after that. Interesting. But, you know, any time in Tahoe is a good time for me. Right. Yeah, it's hard to have a bad time. Can't complain about it, so... <clears throat> Uh, so Daniel Suarez was the winner of the race. You guys saw some history. We did first uh, first win for him and first Mexican born driver to win a, a NASCAR That's Cup awesome. Series. That's really cool. Yeah, like, you guys you guys saw that with your own eyes. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's cool because uh, you know he's been you know kind of snake bitten you know multiple times this season, even even last season because he's on a pretty new team. Mm-hmm. Uh, his teammate Ross Chastain has actually won a couple races this year, oh, yeah. and that's the first year of that car. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody has him in our pool. Nobody has him or or Chastain, but. Uh, but yeah, he's been you know preaching that you know we're gonna win a race one of these days. It's gonna you know we're, we the go. luck's gonna go our way, and it, it did. It's awesome. you know on Sunday. So. Hey, can we add him to a good the the great ninety nines? Yes, he's on he's on there now. He's on there now, right? <laughs> yeah, at least historically. So yeah, that's good, pretty huge. First good, good Mexican born driver, yeah. to win a Cup Series race. I mean, it's. Did you know that? Before, like, when did you find out that that was the case, or did you know? I that? think it was after the fact, but I I wasn't surprised by it. Mm-hmm. I knew that there hadn't been a lot of Mexican-born drivers yeah. in the history of NASCAR, so yeah, it was cool and good for uh, for Trackhouse Racing. They're they're rising fast. Yeah. Did you, do you, so when you, when you go, do you guys like go look at the merch at all or anything like that? We or? didn't. I, I you so know, I know I don't think we did last year. I don't did think we? we did last year either. I mean, it's it's something that's always on my mind when we go, but in, once we get there, we you know it's, the it's, drinks are flowing. Yeah, you don't exactly. even think about it. Yeah. That's, yeah. I didn't even really think to about where to walk to find that because I think it's behind the grandstands. I, I think it is. Too. I remember when I saw IndyCar, that's where all that like cool you like check out like right. Or you like sign up for like Acura stuff and get a free shirt, like give yeah. them your email, and right, all right. That. So I'm pretty sure it's behind the grandstands. I think you're right. Well, and it's funny too because like we actually parked really close to where our seats were. Like we only had to walk past turn four and then just go up the hill to turn two. There you go. So yeah. Um, what were the drink prices like there? I think I only bought two drinks, and they weren't they weren't terrible. Like I think it's not like a Giants game. It's a little bit less than a Giants game. I think the Tall Boys that we bought were like ten bucks a piece. Oh, that's yeah. money. Yeah, and then like that's, like when I say that's money, that means like it's that's right. good. And I got like a double cocktail. I think for like twenty something dollars. Yeah. So. That's, yeah. But yeah, we did most of our drinking in the parking lot. So. <laughs> Yeah, drinking it. I gotta say, like NASCAR is one of the most cost-effective sporting events to go to. Yeah, because it's free to park, mm-hmm. and you know you just get well, there you, early. You said you had to show them your ticket, though. Yeah, right? you just had to show them your ticket. Uh, for, so free to park, sixty bucks to get in. Um, you can do most of your partying and drinking before you even walk in if you time it right. You know? And you can stay there. You can stay at your car all day, essentially. You yeah, you me. could. Yeah. You don't even have to go into the race. No. At all. <laughs> <laughs> now, I bet you some people do that. I wouldn't be surprised. I think the people that get their like the trailer spots, yeah, they probably RV, just kick it up there and they just have the radio on. Yeah, have the radio on and use their binoculars and because they have because they have like the like the big RV parking like across the street from right. Correct. There's also RV parking just on the like outskirts of the track as well. Though. I would love to do that for a whole weekend. That would be fun. I'd love to do that. I think I, th- I saw something on Twitter or something and it said you could get like two races for the price of one like the truck race I think it was oh yeah before. you can buy a pass for the whole weekend yeah and yeah. the truck series races the day before right they did the they had like the Arca Series West and the truck series race which mm-hmm. the I want to say it might be one of the first times or the first time ever that the trucks have raced at Sonoma oh, 
Okay. They don't usually come here. Um, so yeah. I think I've probably said this before, but I, I want to go to the drags. Yeah, drags would be fun. I think uh, someone in our group mentioned that. It might have been Brady. Yeah, probably Brady. Or yeah. Dylan. But I just, I never, I've never been there. I, I really want to feel and like you know hear with the right. ear, earphones. I hear that's more of a of a party than NASCAR is. Oh really? Yeah, like sure you just go there and get shit faced and hear loud, loud cars. <laughs> I've heard it's like fucking loud. Right, right. like it's yeah. loud. You can't have the your. Oh, you'd have to have earplugs in, like your even muffs. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. I I even forgot because we were sitting really close to the track. I forgot how loud the NASCARs are because mm-hmm. like my ears were ringing all of Sunday night through Monday morning. Oh sure. Yeah, it's like going to a concert. Right. But worse. Yeah. And the, the spot we're at is like they come up the hill and they're coming out of a slow turn and they just gun it because they have a you know a little yeah. stretch to to open it up. I like I like when the people listen to the radio while they're watching the race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because the the speakers that they put up they have an announcing crew for and you can hear them really well like from the grandstands. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like when the cars aren't right there, you can hear you know good commentary. And then they have a little uh, screen. And a screen. Yeah. yeah. Screen scene. Yeah. So I'm sure they'd follow where they're going, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So that's cool. It's like a TV mm-hmm. uh, broadcast. So next year, I'm planning on going. Good. Dev and I will be there next year. Excellent. Hopefully, we'll all be there next year. We've Perfect. Got to yeah. do right. I'd like to see if we can get a, as big of a group as possible, even break ten. Because I think we had ten last year. Break ten. Yeah. Could have this. Yeah. Three cars. <laughs> Three cars. <laughs> So, yes, updated standings. We have Garrett now with 33 points. Um, I think he had both his guys finish top 10, Byron and, and uh, Elliot. Kyle Larson did win a stage, so he got a point. There we go. Yeah, so you're up to 26. Ashley had 25. I had the best finisher, actually. Kevin Harvick finished fourth. I saw that. There was a split second where I thought Harvick might win the race mm. because he was in second at one point and chasing down Suarez. And then the guy who was, I think it was Busher, was the guy who actually passed him you know, and, yeah. and ended that threat but you don't need any more luck anyways you're you're... luck i'm in fucking fourth place (laughs) me and danny are tied for fourth place with 24 points and then dylan 19 alex 18 still in it alex you're still still in in it it. your boy keselowski has a donut on the season for you but it's okay you finally got a you got a top 10 this week got a top 10 so he was in he was in the negative he was in the negative points yeah he's got two dnfs and two top 10s rough (laughs) he's having a tough year new first year as a as a car owner Eek. Not good, not good. Not good. On to the Giants. They're playing game two right now, like we said, against the Royals. Logan Webb versus Stanford product Chris Bubich. Bubich. Bubich, excuse yeah. me. He's Cor- struggling this year, you, man. You had to throw in a little Stanford product. Hell yeah. <laughs> Gotta let him know. Yeah, he was a stud. Stud for Stanford. Uh, I want to say he might have been a first-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. And, or maybe an early second round. And shocking to the fans, this will not be the only time we mentioned Stanford in this podcast. <laughs> damn <today>. right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's looking pretty good against the Giants so far today. Also, the Giants swept the Dodgers. Can I get a high five on that? Fucking go, baby. That was a good one. I did not see that coming. No, the Giants have not been playing great ball. I mean, they haven't been playing terrible, but mm. they've just been kind of hanging around there in third place. But yeah, so nice sweep of the Dodgers. swept the Dodgers, beat the Royals last night. Hopefully we can get a win tonight. They are wearing their City Connect jerseys, and they have won a lot in these jerseys, so it's... You know, Maybe good, the mojo will continue. Good mo- mojo juju, yep. whatever you want to say. Mojo jojo. Yeah. Yeah. They began, the, <laughs> you know, they began the day three games back of L.A. and San Diego, who are now tied for first. In it wasn't the, that long ago that we were about seven and a half games back in first place. And so. there's still plenty. Plenty of season. 
of season left. We're about 60-ish games in, give or take. We also celebrated the 10-year anniversary of our boy Matt Cain's perfect game. Goat. And, but they kind of celebrated this also on... Like throughout the whole weekend in yeah, a way. Because yeah. my, dad, my dad's sister and her boyfriend were at the game on Sunday where Matt Cain threw out the first pitch... Had the giveaway. Yeah, the giveaway bobble card. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a mix of a baseball card, but a bobblehead sort of. Yeah, interesting. They sat club level. The seats looked amazing. I was a little bit jealous, but, <laughs> you know, like I said, Tahoe's, you know, I've been to a lot of Giants games. Right. You know, I don't go to Tahoe as much as I go to Giants games, so. Really stoked for my dad, though, because it's the first time I think he ever sat club level. And, of course, you know, when I sat club level a month ago, I told my dad, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah. And, of course, he's, you know. Going to club level a month right. later. <laughs> Did he like it? Did he tell yeah. you about it? Oh, yeah. He, he like sent me a selfie. He's like chilling with the Alaska Airlines Cove, and it's like him, and it just says Cove behind him. <laughs> Classic dad picture, you know? That is funny. Yeah, I think they all had a good time. JoJo got the tickets through work, so it was, nice. you know. Can't it's funny, that. too, because it was like actual tickets, you know, like printed out tickets. Oh, yeah, you don't yeah, see those very often. Yeah, you don't see those very often. That means the season ticket holder had them. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't believe that perfect game was 10 years ago. I know. I remember being, I think, I wasn't watching the full game. I remember looking at my phone and seeing it was 10 nothing, and it was against the Astros, right? Right. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I wonder if this is like a no-hitter or something like that. And I look at it, and I'm like, oh, it's like better than that. Yeah. And I, th- I, th- I think I, if I remember correctly, I did watch the end couple innings or yeah. something like I want to say I watched that game like pretty much start to finish. Mm-hmm. That was pretty epic. I mean, Blanco's catch out in right center field, unreal. He ran like two miles to get to it and yeah, made the diving catch. That. that was like the play of the day. And then even even the play that Arias had to make, which you know, that's always the play you see at the yeah. end of the game, where mm-hmm. he like kind of stumbles, kind of stumbles back and had yeah. to make a long throw. And Arias did not have a strong arm, either, but he so, made that. Throw. But he made the throw. <laughs> I don't know the position player. I don't know who the player was, what position he plays. But if that was anybody fast, he would have been close. I think it was Jason Castro, if I remember correctly, who was the catcher. So. That, that helped for sure. Yeah, so he probably knew he had time to throw it across the diamond. Right. right. But yeah, I remember when I saw him like kind of stumble back. I'm like, oh fuck, he's gonna blow it on the last out. Because that did happen to Jonathan Sanchez like a few years before that, where he lost a perfect game in like the eighth inning because oh. Uribe made an error. It's brutal. Yeah. Was that a perfect game? The Tigers won. Yeah. Oh man. You know, yeah. Armando Galarraga. Jeez, he got Man. he got hosed. he got the Jim Joyce. <laughs> he got Joyce. <laughs> he got That's Joyce. terrible. And I think wasn't has there? There's only been what one, maybe two perfect games since then. Didn't King Felix throw one? He did, after. which was like a year after Canes. I feel like and that might be it. It might be the last one. Yeah. So what? There's only been like twenty something of those yeah. in the history of baseball, right? Now Philip Humber, who's kind of a random one. I can't remember when that one. That one might actually be the last. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. There's only yeah. I think less than thirty. <clears throat> and then, of course, Bumgarner almost threw a perfect game that we were at, and then you kept and you jinxed it. <laughs> no, <laughs> he oh, just... that, dude. If he would have thrown a perfect game at a game that we were at for your birthday, <laughs> that would have been fucking legit. That would have been the all timer. Yeah, that would have been sick. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the only, that's the closest I've ever been to any kind of no hitter or perfect game. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen anyone go that deep no. at, with a with a no no. That was that. Ninth, ninth inning, too? I think it was eighth oh. inning with two outs or oh, something. Man. Or, so, yeah, somewhere in the eighth inning. That sucked. Goddamn. That sucked. That was fun, though. That was a fun day. I think the Giants whipped their ass, too, if I'm not mistaken. They had to have. Yeah. Yeah. On to the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
the Lightning beat the Rangers <laughs> in six games after being down 2-0 in the series. If I'm a Rangers fan, I am sick. The Rangers got struck. <laughs> okay. You can't beat the Lightning these days. You, you just can't. can't. You can't. But that's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. We will get that. You know who the Lightning remind me of right now is your Golden State Warriors. <laughs> you just you, you can never count them out, right? You can't. Yeah. You cannot really count can. them out. I'm picking, you know, we still have a lot to talk about, but I'm picking I'm going to pick the Lightning to win the cup. All right. You know, let's go for a three-peat because you know, the last team to three-peat, and it was actually a four-peat was when the New York Islanders one from 80 to 83. Okay. All so right. that's the last time. I think there's only been a few three or more peats in the... i got to think Montreal did it. So they did it twice. Yeah. I think the Maple Leafs did it. I think I've read. It hasn't happened. So it hasn't happened over 40 years. Yeah. So that'd be kind of cool. That would be a pretty awesome history to see. So. But, uh... Man, could you, I couldn't even imagine seeing my team win four straight championships. I, know. I mean, three. <laughs> three is, even three is pretty fucking yeah. crazy. I mean, basketball is like the only realistic sport you can do that yeah. these days. I mean, because you saw the Warriors win two in a row, and you probably felt like, dude, this is awesome. Right. right? I mean, and we pretty much felt like they were going to win it again the next yeah, year. Exactly. Like, there was no reason to believe they wouldn't. And the Giants winning three out of five, you're like, dude, this is... That's really tough to do in baseball. Winning back-to-back in baseball, yeah. another thing that's tough to do. So I'm, <laughs> I'm rooting for Tampa. Garrett would not like me... Saying that, but he's not here. He's in his room, so it's okay. Just have to deal with it. And they're going to play the Colorado Avalanche, like we said, starting tomorrow. And you have a couple interesting facts that you want to give up. Yeah, so this is both about the Lightning. They have a forward, Pat, Pat Maroon, who has now been a part of 15 consecutive playoff series victories. Wow. He played for the Blues that won the Cup in 19, mm-hmm. and then he's been with the Lightning for the last three years. So, he, unbelievable. so, so he's, gonna, he's going for a four-peat. He's going for a personal four-peat. <laughs> Pat McCaw style. <laughs> right. Pat McCaw style. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unreal. How do you, how do you, you can't explain that. Uh, that's like, it's like the Warriors. And he's not even a star. He, like, it would be one thing if he was like the best player in the league or something. And I think we, I think I've talked to you about this. I don't know if it's been on the podcast or, you know, regular talk. Right. Pat Maroon, his la- his number is not five. It should be Maroon five, right? <laughs> right. That would be funny. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I'm not even a, I'm not a huge Maroon Five by any means. Right. But if my last name is Maroon, I, I don't even like the number five, as we know. Yeah. But my yeah. number is going to be five. If I can get it. <laughs> the other interesting fact. Your boy. Yeah, my least favorite player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> He's now playing for the Lightning. Corey Perry is playing in the final Stanley Cup final for the third consecutive season. I saw this stat. All I, with I a la- third different I, team. I laugh because the two teams prior. He lost to against Tampa. Right. And now he's on <laughs> now he's with Tampa. Tampa, yeah. So hopefully he loses again because fuck Corey Perry. But uh, yeah. So yeah, he lost with Dallas and Montreal in the two previous seasons to Tampa Bay. And predictions, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Tampa. I'm going to give Colorado some respect. I'll say Tampa in seven, just epic, epic series. I'm going to take Colorado in seven. Okay. Boom. They got the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the home, home, uh, home ice? I believe Colorado has some ice. Okay. So how do they, do they do? It's the same as the NBA. 2 2 one, one, one. Yep. Okay. I, I need to uh, double check to see if that's the case. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was 2 3 2 based off how. No, I, I know it's, it's 2 2. I just need to make sure that Colorado is actually hosting. Yeah. 
But shout out to a team in Colorado who, where it actually snows in Colorado, and like Tampa. <laughs> right. You know, kind of feels like more of a hockey thing. Because it's not Garrett's beef with Tampa is, yeah. you know, as you know, he's a Sharks fan and doesn't get close to snowing in San Jose. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, Colorado is hosting. Maybe we'll get four home games. I think that could be a huge factor. Uh, yeah, shout out to Brett, his, uh, <laughs> his Colorado Avalanche are doing really well right now. He's trying to get to a game. I wonder how much tickets are going for that. Probably not cheap. No. Probably not ex- as expensive as uh, the NBA finals, but I got to think it's not cheap. Yeah. That's a good segue because now it's time to talk about uh, the NBA finals. Please. Jeez. Warriors now lead the series 3 2. I, you know. After splitting two games in Boston and winning last night at home. So, this doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Of course, of course, Boston goes up 2 1, and the Warriors just. Win two straight, but the the Warriors did need to win that game for oh 100 percent yeah yeah Steph Curry had his one. best LeBron James impersonation by dropping forty in a winning effort you know LeBron usually loses in those efforts right <laughs> I, I just I really would reminded me of I'm like this is like a total LeBron putting the team on his back type game right on the road yeah he had a huge huge game for um, which I, I didn't watch any of that game I was kind of bummed really? well actually I'm not because I probably would have been pissed off watching. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the Warriors in that fourth quarter, especially down the stretch. I think, I think the game was ninety four ninety Boston mm-hmm. with five minutes to go, and the Warriors went on a seventeen to three run to finish the game. And that's uh, classic Warriors. Nothing really else I could say about that. I think that shows a lot. I mean, this series is not over, but it shows the experience of Boston. Yeah. You know, Jason Tatum soft. <laughs> that's pretty much all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, did you watch the like, game three? I didn't get to watch that either. Yeah, no, Boston but... really, really controlled that game, mm-hmm. and that was that was an ugly one for the Warriors. Oh, no, that's the one that Boston won. Right, I <clears throat> did watch that one, I believe. Yeah, because the only games that I've watched at my house, Boston's won. Right. <laughs> and every time I'm here, and I was here last night, the Warriors won. So I promise you, I'm not going to be here on Thursday. I know that. I won't be here either. <laughs> and Sunday's Father's Day, so I'm not going to be here. Yeah, because it's going to go seven. I hope it goes seven. Yo, you better hope. <laughs> I, I hope it's gone seven. I, I'm not feeling good by any means. I've seen the Warriors <clears throat> lose worse leads in the playoffs, so you know, I'm hanging my hat on that. There you go. Yeah, no, I and, don't and, think this and is over. And they got to go to Boston. It's gonna yeah, be tough. It's gonna be real tough. I'm worried about Game Six, Clay. Um, I'm worried about I'm worried about Draymond because what if he doesn't foul out for once? <laughs> oh, but he seems to foul out in, yeah. in winning efforts now too. <laughs> no, <right. laughs> What else am I worried about? I'm worried about Steph Curry. Yeah, you know, not me. Also, just a quick shout out to Andrew Wiggins on having a huge game last night. Maple, 20, Maple Jordan. Maple Jordan. Maple Jordan. I'm telling you, they're going to start calling Michael Jordan the uh, <laughs> the Windy City Wiggins. What did you say last night? <laughs> the American Wiggins. <laughs> the American Wiggins. <laughs> uh, I like that one, but the Windy City Wiggins <laughs> has a little more ring to it. <laughs> Shit. All jokes aside, Andrew Wiggins was awesome last night, 26 and 13. Uh, big buckets on the stretch. How are the Timberwolves feeling right now? Okay, thank you for bringing that up because I just, I, I feel like I've said this before, but I never understood why so many people thought, and you know, NBA Twitter is just, can be a joke sometimes, but yeah. I never understood why people thought that the Warriors got the raw end of that deal with D'Angelo Russell going to, the, to Minnesota. 
I didn't really, I, I don't even think I really cared about it that much. You know, obviously I'm not a fan. <clears throat> but I think, you know, he's a number one pick. And he's he was a decent player. Just he played for Minnesota and they've been. Right. When was the last time Minnesota's been really good? Kevin, I mean, Garnett. Kevin Garnett. And did they even, maybe he went to a conference final? I think he went to a conference final. Kevin yeah. Garnett. I think the biggest thing for me that made it make sense is that D'Angelo Russell, to me, is just not really a winning player. He doesn't play defense. He's, you know, no. and and he didn't fit on the Warriors in any way. Like, we already have a ball-handling point guard, mm-hmm. and we don't play a game where, you know, pick and roll is, like, the most dominant factor in the, you know, in the offense. And, yeah, Wiggins just has, <coughs> that, has the body type. He's just right. bigger. He, like you say, he's better on defense. He was like a – he was he's – a, He's a high he's – a, he's a low-key high flyer. Right. No, he is. Yeah, he can jump. He can get up there. Um, he was kind of – in a way, a replacement of Harrison Barnes from those teams before yeah. KD. Um, but I think he's actually better than Harrison Barnes ever was for the Warriors. Ever was? Even at any point? At any point for the Warriors, yeah. Okay. And I think probably even Because he, he was good in 2016 playoffs up until, up until the finals. The finals. Yeah. Which I guess you could say is, you know, it's obviously the most important right. series. But he's still... He was, Harrison Barnes was always my, one of my favorite Warriors because it's just... He just, he didn't bother me. You know, he played his game and it was cool. Oh yeah, you couldn't you, you could not dislike Harrison Barnes. He was a, he was a stand-up guy. Even when he came to the Kings, I'm like, cool. You yeah, I've always liked Harrison Barnes. Right. And he's not he's not like you know he's not Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green. Right. Maybe offensively he's better than Draymond now. Yeah. Back then he wasn't. I think or, I think it took a it's kind of a wash, I guess. Right. His game was undeveloped and it had a hard time developing his game when you had guys like Curry and Thompson in their prime and they were the focal points of the offense. Yeah. I think for Wiggins, Wiggins has a pretty, you know, well-rounded offensive game. Mm-hmm. He can, you know, score off the dribble. He can pull up. He can, you know, he can definitely fly, like we talked about. Yeah. So, and Wiggins has done a pretty phenomenal job on defense on both Brown and Tatum mm-hmm. in the series. Yeah. So good for him. He's finally, uh, you know, shaking that stigma that he was not, you know, a winning player. Yeah. <clears throat> but he never had that bust. Uh, vibe to him. Right? No, he was just like, it just felt like he wasn't a guy that was gonna be that number one draft pick type player. Where but he, he also leads a franchise. You he know? also wasn't Anthony Bennett, though. No, he was not Anthony Bennett. <laughs> what were the Cavs thinking about? <laughs> that was a joke. That was weird. Yeah. I don't even know who the best player of that draft was. I can't even remember that draft. It was Lillard in that one? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to look at it again. That was a a swing and a miss by the Cavaliers. Pretty ugly. And was that after LeBron left? No, that was right before LeBron got there. Oh, that's right. It was like 2014, I think. And then they drafted Wiggins again the next year. And then traded him and Bennett for Kevin Love. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because Wiggins was drafted technically by by Cleveland. Yeah. That was funny that they had the first draft pick and LeBron coming in in the same year. (laughs) I wonder if LeBron's thinking to himself right now, like, man, I maybe should have kept Wiggins around. He's looking pretty good right now. But he got a championship out of it. Yeah, he got he got Kevin Love. You know, he made to the finals, what, four years in a row right. with the Cavs. Right. So it's all. Wasn't wasn't I'm, too bad. I'm sure it's all good. Yeah. Would have been interesting to see LeBron play with a young player like that, mm-hmm. though, because he never really has. Mm-hmm. Never played alongside of a, a young stuff like that. Uh couple interesting notes. I mean, Boston's turnover issues continue. They're averaging over 17 turnovers a game in their the losses. The youth is showing, yeah. like you said. The youth is showing. I think another interesting thing is that... But you could also say the Warriors are being good on defense as well. Yeah. No, no I'm not, not going to say it's just yeah. like, the Celtics are giving it up. The Warriors are also 
yeah. doing their part in earning these turnovers. No, no question about it. I mean, we've definitely seen the, I mean, the Warriors do these turnovers all the time, which is like, it's almost like refreshing to see another team do it mm-hmm. where they, you know, drive below the basket and kick it out to no one. <laughs> can, can I say I'm tired of Marcus Smart just throwing it right. down it, the court like he's Magic Johnson? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's never really it's either out of bounds or it tips and the Warriors get the ball right, for the most part. Right. It's like I feel like it worked in the first game of the series, but ever since then it hasn't worked if out. If I'm I just if I'm the head coach, I, I mean what I mean I know you could only control so much as a head coach, but you gotta say stop doing this. Right. You have to protect the ball a little bit. And that's why I respect what they did last night, even though they lost, is they shut down Steph Curry. He didn't hit a three-pointer for the first time since the like, yeah. Obama administration. They were fucking face-guarding him like 35 feet from the basket. And, you got, and they pretty much said, we're having anybody else beat yeah. us. You can play four on four. And it happened. So, yeah. you know, Wiggins made him pay. Yeah. But, I mean, could you count – do you think you can count that again? Well, if, the thing if, is – If they do the same thing, Steph right. Curry – let's say Steph has like – let's say like 20-24. Yeah. Which could be enough to win the game. Right. Well, I, I think they will probably play, you know, de- you know, defend him far from the basket again. Mm-hmm. Steph still did get some good looks. I feel like he was forcing some shots because he took some ones that were not, you know, kind of as if he was in rhythm, but he hadn't made any yeah. shots yet yeah. that were from like thirty feet. And like, yeah, maybe we wait till we make a couple before we do that, you know? Yeah. Because um, he still did, I think, eventually get some good looks. He just wasn't dropping them in. It was a weird, yeah, weird game by Steph. Yeah, shooting wise, because he, like I said, he didn't hit a three pointer, and that was. Yeah, I think it was thirty eight straight games in the playoffs, or something like that, or, or maybe more than that. I don't remember. That was like hundred and thirty, yeah. or maybe it was thirty eight straight that he made two. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. and he went over. Yeah. So yeah, but, but even you know, if Steph doesn't do anything, game six, you got Clay. Right. Well, it was funny too that I was thinking about like the only thing that made me nervous after game four was like, when is Steph going to have an off game? Because I feel like he's always due for one, and. Like, I is like that going to kill them in the series? And they got lucky that they won the game. Yeah. So I, I, I don't count on him having that. That wasn't that bad of a, a he, night. He seems to, in at least once every playoff series, have one clunker. At least one clunker, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's the biggest reason that he didn't get finals MVP in 2018, I believe, oh. when KD got it. Because Steph was kind of... On track, he was building that narrative like because he had like three 30 point games to start the series, and then I think in game four, he you know only scored like 13 points or something like that. And KD had, had like 50 <laughs> or 45. And I was making jokes about it last night. I was like, Andrew Wiggins finals MVP. Yeah. And I think the only way that that would even be an option is if Steph has two clunkers in a row, and, and Wiggins has to go off, and Wiggins has game. like 35 for the next two games, right. I, I, I think, think that's the only way. Right. Because I even looked at it because I was, I was scrolling through Twitter. I, I was really trying not to as much as I could, but <laughs> I saw this tweet. Like, it was from, like, Skip Bayless, I think, or someone respected. Skip Bayless is very – he's on the Warriors. On the Warriors. Yeah, series. but he said – he, He's against the – I don't know why he doesn't want, doesn't want Boston. Well, I don't know what the – I think they uh, – him and Shannon agreed to pick sides. I really do. Because yeah. Shannon Sharp, I saw pouring up some some uh, brandy, I think, on, really? or on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense, because why would he... You know, he's a LeBron Laker guy, so why right. would he root for Boston? They're just both wankers. Yeah. That show is scripted. No, pass, me a tobo. pass me a tobo, courtesy of our biggest fan, or arguably one of our biggest fans. Salvador. Salvador. <laughs> no, no, it's Sal. It's Sal. Sal. <laughs> it feels weird saying Salvador. Um, what was I going to say, though? I So I after seeing that, I think it was, yeah, it was like saying... Is Andrew Wiggins really going to steal the Finals MVP from Curry? And I'm thinking to myself, really, one game is going to get him that. And 
Steph Curry's averaging still after that game over 30 points in the finals. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins is averaging, you know, a cool 18. Yeah. <laughs> but then he's 30. Yeah. <laughs> so let's stop that. This strawberry guava Topo Chico tastes like uh, bubble tape. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> I was kind of excited for it. Is it good? It's good, yeah. I don't know if I'm, know if I'm in for that. Did I just... I just totally turn you off right there. We'll see. We'll see if it's a is it, if bad. it's a good bubble tape. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so before you give me these facts, I you know I read this and I kind of laughed at myself. <laughs> I have a couple of facts for you actually about the Warriors. Sure. Mine have nothing to do with the series actually, but I think you like them. Okay. Uh, mine are so going into Game Five. Remember we talked about ESPN's BPI ba- Basketball Power Index. Mm-hmm. They still gave the Celtics seventy one percent chance to win the series going into last night's game. 71, okay. To what, the Warriors, 29. Do you know what it is now? I, I mean, haven't calculated it yet. <laughs> I don't know if they've calculated it, but I, can't, I just can't imagine the Warriors don't have, or the Warriors don't have a higher percentage. They have point. to at least be 50 now. <laughs> at least. <laughs> right. Right? I, if it's anything close to the 70 or, you know, 70, 30, I'm going to riot. It doesn't make any sense. What is this basing off of? Yeah. This is all just computers. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little confused. They're not, they're not watching the games. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big factor, too, is there's no... No visual bias. And I also want to give a shout out to the Warriors' big three, who's been doing it for the past, you know, eight or ten years. Curry, Thompson, Green. They have twenty finals games wins, which is the most by a trio in the last thirty years. That's pretty wild. They passed uh, Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili, who had nineteen. Wow, that's pretty wild. Which I thought about. I was like, doesn't make any sense. But I forgot Duncan. I think did he win two before? Before both those guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was like, doesn't make any sense because he has five rings. And you know, four times five is. Would be, yeah. 25, uh, 20, 20. Yeah. 20. So, you know, that's pretty, pretty good, good company. stuff. I mean, yeah. they're, they're in their own company at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, what, are the, what are the facts you have for me? So, I, I kind of wish I'd brought this up before the finals because um, I feel like, you know, casual fans I've talked to, you know, asking about, like, oh, how long do you think the series is going to go? And... I've heard too many people say, oh, I think it's going seven, and kind of insinuating that they think the NBA is rigged because they, they think they want seven games for the money, which, of course, they want seven games. But I don't think anything is fixed. About no, I don't, I don't either. And I just, I've always hated that narrative. And Just I, because it's been fixed, you know, once that we know in the past. And maybe, you know, we yeah. don't know other things. But right. We, we know for sure it was fixed once. <clears throat> right. I don't think it's fixed. Yeah. So, I found some stats that don't back that up. That okay. Fixed. So... Um, anyone that thinks it's going seven for you know without question, guess how many times this happened in the last twenty seven years? Game sevens, yeah, in the finals. Um, I know of two. Um, you can count it on one hand. Say four, four times yeah. in the last twenty seven years. So the two <laughs> I can think of is the Heat Spurs when the Heat won, and then yeah. the Warriors, Warriors Cavs. Yeah, and I you know honestly, what, what are the other two? Do you know? Um, I want to say. So the Warriors-Cavs is the most recent. Um, I f- I'm totally forget. I want to say Boston beat LA in seven. Wow. Oh, didn't didn't LA beat Boston? And in then seven? LA beat Boston in seven. Also, I think were the other two. Yeah, Kobe had a terrible game, but they still won that game. or a terrible shooting game. I want to say in right, that game. Right. I think those are the other two. And like between 1995 and like 2008, there was zero game seven in the finals. Wow. Yeah. And I kind of cherry picked that. You know that you know mm-hmm. gap or whatever, but still, it's only happened. Yeah. No, that's a pretty. That's, that's I think it's happened less than fifteen times in NBA history where the finals have gone to seven games. So it's wow. <laughs> like 
Get out, get out of your fucking head with that narrative there. You know, it's, this, this is, I mean, no matter what, if it goes seven, I feel like this has been a really, one of the best evenly matched finals I've seen in right. a while. And that's why I didn't, it's kind of irrelevant now because it looks like it has a good chance to go to seven. But, um, but yeah, I just thought, I always think that's funny when people think it's, you know, that sports could be so fixed when you have so many people involved and so much money. No, it's not <laughs> fixed. It's like, get over it. So yeah, that's my fact. That's your only. Oh, okay, just one. I like that. I think that was it. Oh, also, there's only been out of the 14 playoff series coming into the finals, there's only been three this year that have gone to seven games. So yeah, <laughs> but that that's kind of common in the early rounds. It's almost impressive when it goes seven. When any kind of yeah, series goes seven. it's actually some somewhat rare. It's, you think it's harder for a series to go seven or harder for a series to go just sweep four? Uh. I would say if you're talking about all series throughout the playoffs, I think sweeps are probably just as common in mm-hmm. a seven-game series. Yeah. And the thing is, like in basketball, when you play a series, you uh, you know the better team will kind of just figure out the the lesser team, and that's why mm-hmm. series don't tend to go seven that often. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm between a rock and a hard place right now, because I did say Warriors and six to begin the series, <laughs> and I do want to be right. I don't want to be right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Would you rather be wrong and the Warriors win in seven or be right and the Warriors win in six? <laughs> uh, That's your only two choices in this scenario. <laughs> uh, probably right in six. Just get it over with. Because seven gives me the hope of like, man, they could actually lose this. And then they win. I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? All right. So I will choose the Warriors in six as, <laughs> as a, out of those two options. Do you think it's going seven or do you honestly think they're going to finish it off? So, this might sound crazy, and it's easy to say now that we're here, but <clears throat> I don't know why, but I just I felt so confident in the Warriors going into Game 4 and winning that game in Boston. I have no reason why. Mm-hmm. I just did. Yeah. And I felt pretty damn confident last night, and I, I'm going to ride that high in Game 6. I, think I didn't, I, think, I think, I didn't think there was a chance Boston was winning the game last night. I know it got close in the third quarter, and things broke out in the fourth. Right. But I just thought there was no way the Warriors are going to lose this game at home. Like, it's going back to Boston. The first half went the way I felt it should have. And I guess it was going to go back to Boston regardless. But right. you know what I mean? I thought the Warriors were going to win that game at home. Right. Um, yeah, the first half went the way I thought. And the third quarter is actually, you know, different than any other third quarter we've seen in the series where Boston yeah, it dominated the, it. Yeah, the first time the Warriors didn't dominate the third quarter. I think they won the quarter by, like, 12 points. And only, yeah, or 11 points, something like that. And it took a Jordan Poole buzzer beater at the third quarter horn again <laughs> to, to give the Warriors a lead the going bank was, The bank was open. Uh, so by this time next week, I'm either going to be really, really happy or I'm going to look like a fucking fool. <laughs> there's, no, there's no in between. Uh, <laughs> I think no matter what, I, I feel pretty damn good about that prediction I put together <laughs> at this point. I mean, we're, if the Warriors get one, one win away and they don't do it, I still feel pretty good about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I still give you props. Like, dude, you were, you were one yeah. went away from predicting it. I feel like I, I did halfway decent on, on the playoffs overall. Yeah. I mean, Who would you have the Warriors beating in the finals? I had the Sixers, which... Oh, that's right. Which I, I did make a... Not a, like a true prediction, but I did think that the Sixers would get there because they would make a big trade. I didn't think it was going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be someone more like Lillard or something like yeah. that, but... I'm sure they wish they got Lillard. You're right, yeah. <clears throat> It's been a heck of a season. I don't think... Uh, I mean, even though I did say the Warriors were going to go to the finals, I don't think many people would have guessed that. And let me ask you this. Regardless of who wins, and it might not make sense me saying this, but are you going to feel like either one of these teams going into the next season truly is the best team in basketball? I think the Celtics should be viewed as 
If they win. Really, yeah, they should be probably top three in, in, in the odds yeah. to win it next year. Yeah. And do you think if the Warriors win the championship, like, no doubt, you think they're the best team walking into next season? No, I don't. I don't. Although, I do find their situation next year interesting with, you know, the continued development of Kaminga and Moses Moody, mm-hmm. and then hopefully getting James Weissman back yeah. at some point. Um, I mean, they're going to have to re-sign Jordan Poole, which is going to break the bank once again, but... The Warriors have proven they don't give a fuck about well, money. Well, and I'm going to tell you this right now, what I honestly believe. You guys are only going to be in championship contention as long as Steph Curry is, in, is on the team. I think I, th- I think, right, I, think yeah. I think once Steph Curry, whenever this is, is off the team, right. your guys' championship window, unless Jordan Poole becomes Steph Curry, like, I think it's over. Which, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I see you know that. I, mean? I think Jordan Poole had his, had his yeah. you know, shine, but yeah. I don't know if he's really that guy. And you got, I, and I, also, I was also thinking about this, too. So you got to think... You know, you guys are going for your fourth in eight years, and that's, you know, really impressive. Let's think about the Bulls when they won, you know, six in eight years. Have The, the Bulls haven't even been close, or they have not made it to the finals since Michael Jordan. Right. right. And let's think about the, the latest dynasty, the Spurs. Right. They have not made it anywhere close to the finals since Duncan left. Right. He was there for the whole stretch. Yeah. So, yeah, you kind of have to have somebody there for yeah. the whole time. So, you got to think, if, like, once... Steph Curry's gone. You guys might not ever have, based off history, when it comes to really good winning teams, you guys right. might not have this kind of success ever again, or at yeah. least for a long time. Well, you, you really have to have players. Because, I mean, I think Greg Popovich is proving that right now. And, mm-hmm. and maybe he's a, just his style of coaching is, is a little too old school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. But I think having Tim Duncan and all the you know, guys that he was there with that whole stretch was the reason that they won a lot of games and championships. And I guess, you know, the Lakers might be the outlier because, yeah, they had the Kobe Shaq years and then they ended up winning two with Kobe in a row and then went to three in a row. Right. But so I mean, I guess, Kobe was the constant. But Kobe, but it was, there was bad years, but then, yes, sure, they yeah. got back to, you right. know, they needed Pat Gasol. But you know what I mean? It's like those teams never have gotten back to the promised land. Right. So you're Warriors. And you gotta be, I guess but the point of what I'm saying is just you really got to enjoy this. And I know you have. Who's that? Jock. Oh, oh. I fucking missed it. <laughs> he, dude, he pimped it too. What a jackass. Idiot, I missed it. I'm sorry to break uh, your, it's break okay. your concentration. It's okay. <laughs> you were convinced like you Dude, he, he, strut, he did the strut and the bat. He held the bat up too. What a jackass. All right, sorry. Um, but no, I agree that it's. Oh, yeah. I mean, it looked like a nice swing. Yeah. Ball's yeah. not flying today. Just missed it. Just missed it. <laughs> I think the Giants are still hitless. <laughs> He's looking at it. It's like, where, where's the pop in that one? It must have been cracked. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think, I think it proves that the, the Spurs one is the great comparison because I think that's what the Warriors want to be um, as a franchise. And, I mean, who knows how long Seth Curry's going to play. He could play until he's 38. He could play you know, only two more years. Who knows? But uh, I think that is going to be – he's going to be the constant in their success for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have done a nice job of building a possible core for the future. But yes, no, they absolutely have. There's no guarantee of anything. No, or at least, yeah, at least being in contention for deep playoff runs. Right. Which I think, and, and it's, it kind of goes to the point of, like, why blow something up just because you haven't won a championship yet? Like, we were talking about the Jazz last week, right? Mm. Um, or because, you, I mean, having deep playoff runs is really all you can ask for. As a, as a franchise, you can't just guarantee that you're going to have the, the formula and to win it every year. Look at the Celtics. They, they, I think people were telling them to blow it up. Yeah. And the only thing they really blew up was just the head coaching or the right. head coach. And he's still a part of the team. <laughs> he's, the, he's the GM now. And I, do, I, I really do like the Celtics head coach. I think yeah. His demeanor's 
you know, you can tell he's a Popovich guy. Yeah. I heard a good story about him that, um, like, the big difference between him and Brad Stevens is that, that Udoka will tell players, you know, like, you're bad at this. Like, like hold them accountable. Yeah. Like, he'll just straight up, like, call them out. Mm-hmm. Rather than Brad Stevens will try to like kind of lift you up, mm-hmm. which is you know everyone's got their their style. Yeah, but, some people are Bobby Knight, some people are Coach K. Right, um, but the, like a big uh, one was Robert Williams. He you know he put it in his head like, dude, you're you're soft. Like he told him straight up to his face, <laughs> you're soft. <laughs> think about like one of us looking at Robert Williams and saying you're soft. Think what would happen? You'd probably get yeah, shit. yeah exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and Yudoka was a player, so like he's got the. Got the we need more people something. telling other people that they're fucking soft. <laughs> right. You're soft. Yeah. If, if someone tells you you're soft long enough, what's going to happen? Yeah. You're going to harden up. <laughs> you're not going to be soft anymore. <laughs> right. Uh, which, and honestly, Robert, <laughs> well, well, Robert Williams is a pretty, you know, good story as far as like the player he's become because mm-hmm. he was a nobody a couple years ago. Yeah. But, yeah. He needs, to, he needs to tell Jason Tatum, you're soft. Right. You are <laughs> soft. You are soft. <laughs> Yeah. What, what do you want to do on, on Thursday? What do you want to do? Do you want to lose with your son watching in the stands? Or do you want to be the hero in Force Game 7? What right. do you want? Yeah. What do you want? I hate to bring the kid into it, but what do you want to say? <laughs> what do you want to say? Yeah. Oh, man. Yep, and that's basketball. Dubs and six, baby. Celtics and seven. <laughs> that's the only thing I got. That's the only one I got. All right, let's see what this fucking bubble tape's got for us. <laughs> well, drink and think. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Am I tripping? Do you remember bubble tape? Yeah. <laughs> I see where you're going. Okay. It's actually refreshing, though. That's good. I thought it was going to be nasty and sweet. No. These are actually pretty, pretty good. good seltzer. Sal usually... He, he, he always comes through with the topos. He comes through with the topos. We appreciate it. Yeah. We've been selling these at the at the Marriott actually. This really? this flavor. Oh, yeah. Nice. People didn't like them. Do they sell tall cans of Topo Chicos? Um, I am not sure if I've seen that yet. I'm sure will. it'll be a thing though. Has to be. Yeah. All right. What time is it? It's time for last call. Last call. What do you got? So the College World Series starting on Friday. Stanford. Back in it for the second year. What I tell you guys? One more Sanford uh, <laughs> mention. Yep. <clears throat> they uh, they actually had a pretty interesting run to the to get here. Um, I think we were watching their elimination game last week. Mm-hmm. You texted uh, me about the I think the outcome. Of right. It. Yes. So no, it was it was the it was, it was the final game of the regional at Stanford. And they beat Texas State after being down 3-1 going into the bottom of the ninth. That's right. Tied it with two straight solo home runs to start the inning and then rallied for the, for the walk-off in the bottom of the ninth. Yep. And then they just beat UConn in the three-game series of the Super Regionals um, after losing game one. <laughs> game one was actually insane. Yeah. Stanford was down, I think, 10 nothing after two innings. Oh my God. They didn't win the game, but they ended up losing 13-12. to Jeez. They scored six runs in the bottom of the ninth to make it 13-12 and had a chance to, to – I think the winning run was actually at the plate when they finally <laughs> made the last out. But then they came back with two strong wins in, on uh, Sunday and yesterday afternoon to get there again. And they are the highest seed left in the tournament. So 
eight teams are in the World Series. You like, be fun. You, you like their chances? I would. I don't even know if they make odds for this in Vegas. I'm sure they do because they do for everything. Yeah. But I would think they were probably one of the favorites. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> they're going to play Arkansas in the first game. Who's an unseated team, but Arkansas is pretty damn good. Uh, Texas is really good. They got a great lineup. But yeah, I think uh, they got a good chance to get there, at least to the championship series. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. I got a few things. Back to back weeks of sports people, men becoming billionaires. Oh, Tiger yeah. Woods. Tiger. Another Stanford alum. That's the third mention. <laughs> I'll treat y'all. I'll treat y'all. <laughs> Tiger Woods is a billionaire. His net worth. Congratulations. Not surprised. Some people might not like this based off what Tiger's done in the past, but nonetheless, he's a billionaire. Can I be next? Yeah. <laughs> right? Also, a funny one that I saw today. Little Caesars, a pizza that I like, borderline love. <laughs> Underrated. Thank you. Underappreciated. Is the official pizza sponsor of the National Football League. No shit. That's pretty big for Little Caesars. They are, I mean, they've been like a, a college bowl sponsor. They are, they're, I think Little Caesars Arena is the name of yeah, the, where the Red Wings and, and, and Pistons, Pistons play. Yeah. So um, I, think, I think Little Caesars might have. They're out of Detroit. Yes. Because I was watching an A's game where they're playing the Tigers and they were serving Little Caesars at the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Little Caesars. I've probably talked about this. It's a, I think it's a good pizza for what it is. I mean, $5.44 with tax? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, it's a good pizza, man. I think, it's, I think it's better than Domino's. Oh, it's way fucking better than Domino's. Domino's sucks. <laughs> Thank you. Domino's is trash. It really is. I think it's better than like Papa John's or Papa Murphy's. I have never had Papa John's, but it looks bad even on the commercials. You know what's good, though, is the Mountain Mike's. Mount Mike. Max is here. Mount Max is good. Yeah, I'm glad they're they're down the street. They're good. They need to get their TV situation figured out. But other than that, <laughs> that's why you get delivered here. <laughs> right. Yeah, Mount Max is good. Um, Papa shout- Murphy's is okay for takeout. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the little season. I mean, that's just that's big. The NFL. I mean, come on. It's the it's the best sport around. Watch your pizza's gonna get super expensive now. I was just thinking that. I swear <laughs> to God. I mean, is that no more five dollar <laughs> right. pizzas. I, I, is it even five dollars anymore? It's probably six. Now. Yeah, it's probably a little yeah. bit more. <clears throat> and one last thing I want to mention was, so PSG is close to having a new coach. Yeah. And I don't know what his name is. Can you pronounce Z- it? Z- Zinedine Zidane. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I never mentioned PSG, so I thought this was a good opportunity for me right. to do that. Yeah, he, uh, I did see that because I know uh, Pochettino is the coach right now and they, they don't like him at all. I saw, a picture, <laughs> I saw a picture of this guy who might be the next head coach holding the trophy, so he's got to be good. He is a former uh, Ballon d'Or winner, which is like the player of the year. Okay. Uh, like, he might have done it like a couple years in a row, actually. Right. And I'm pretty sure he won some championships. I want to say he might have played for Real Madrid. I can't remember. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, but yeah. One last thing I want to mention that the surprise you didn't mention, your boy Joey Barr got sent to the minors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I have to take a shot for that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Dude, fucking Joey. I, I'm not, I'll do it. You know, I'll, I'll, you, know, you know what John Lund calls him on KMBR? The human fan. <laughs> It's so, so bad. Oh, I, I, actually, I don't know if he, you know, he coined it, coined that name, but he, I think he has referred to Joey Barr as the human fan. He is not a fan of That is Joey fucking Barr. hilarious. The human fan. He does strike out a lot. I think he's, he's striking out more than 50% of the time this year. It's not good. So I was thinking about it. Remember how hyped you were for Joey Barr? 
Which I don't no, which I don't blame you. It was a little I, bit sarcastic, but yeah, it was. How can you know? <laughs> I mean, number two overall pick. And then he finally hit his first homer. Was it the first game of the season this year? Right. Or no? Was that the yeah, first? Yeah, yeah. And we, we were there. He pimped it like a boss. Like he hit thirty thousand in his career, but yeah, fucking guy. Um, it's funny. I was thinking about how, like. I mean, he's not ready not ready to call him a bust yet, but they're just going to send him down to AAA, and he's probably going to rake again, and they're going to bring him up, and, like, what's going to be the difference? Uh, he just needs to he needs to grow up. He needs some kind of coach. Yeah, he can rake so. in the minors, but he can't rake in the big leagues, right. so there's, and there's no in-between. And there's been some parts about his game at the major league level that have been impressive. Like, he obviously, his power when he does connect is pretty impressive. Um, he knows how to take a walk, but just the swing and miss factor is, is pretty pathetic. You can't strike out half the time. No. <laughs> That's terrible. Even bad. striking out one-third of the time is pretty awful. And he's striking out way more than that. So the Joy Bart jersey's on hold right now. Yes. No no 2-1 jersey yet. Do you think anybody who owns a Joy Bart jersey is thinking to themselves like, fuck. I hope no one has one because they're a fucking clown. Somebody has one. His, par- hope- his parents probably have one. <laughs> I hope someone has one when he was rocking 60 last year. <laughs> he rocked 60? <laughs> yeah, because I think they gave 21 to somebody else for a little mm, bit. Uh. <laughs> Another terrible number. Yeah. Another terrible number. Are you lacing one up right now? Yeah. You are? Uh, I feel like I always say yes. Yeah, I'll do one. Fuck it. We're shooting around. You okay with that? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can I take it back? <laughs> what does this remind you of? Bacardi? Mm-hmm. Uh, Outside of Mojitos. Uh, is this a trick question? Think hockey. Oh. <laughs> Game seven. Sharks, Golden Knights, double fisting at Rubicon. Someone has a video. I was going to say someone, someone has, has that video. Someone has a video and it's like the heart. You remember that? Everyone I think it's Ashley Small. Ashley Small has like the heart yeah. thing on like Snap or Instagram. Oh, boy. You were down so – I mean, we all were. Yeah. We were all down so bad that game. And we were up so high afterwards. Dude. <laughs> Well, it's like one of the it's like one of the best sports moments I've ever experienced. Um, like the sharks on the totem pole of sports right. for me is like almost the lowest. I, I really wish that the penalty that was called was legit. Yeah, was, you know, like like there was actually an infraction that was worthy of the penalty. But regardless, hey, in the words, can't take it in the words of Garrett, there was blood on the ice. <laughs> there was, blood on, there was the blood on the ice. Which I don't blame the rest for seeing that and being like, oh, something really bad must have happened that we probably missed. So yeah. <laughs> But anyways, to Joey Bart. Oh fuck. Oh. Ooh, Bacardi. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's find a. Uh, that was bad. Some facts about Zidane. He's a sharp-looking dude, though. Gee, that guy yeah, could be is. a GQ model. He's kind of got uh, bald David Beckham vibes. He, he kind of looks like uh, <laughs> he looks like two dudes, but like he's better looking than these two dudes. He looks like the old defensive coordinator for the Niners, <laughs> Ron Masala, <laughs> and he kind of looks like Mr. Gassner. <laughs> <laughs> Any Napa high people should know that one. That's fucking pretty I knew, good. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. Did you ever have Mr. Gassner <laughs> for like as a substitute a couple of times? I never it. had. <laughs> he was fucking funny. <laughs> So, uh, oh my god! So our our potential new coach, they they didn't announce it yet. Did I they? think it was reports. Okay, so player of the year 
FIFA Player of the Year in 1998, 2000, and 2003, and Ballon d'Or in 1998. Uh, he did play for Real Madrid at the end of his career, yeah. also Juventus, to high-class clubs. Yes. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if he won any championships, but regardless, that's going to be the end of the show. <laughs> You want to send us off yet? Yes. Thank you for listening. We love you. We love you. We love you. Instagram, Twitter. Even we have a Facebook I found out last night. <laughs> we do. It's, it's pretty much irrelevant. It's dry. Yeah. Which we need to work on. Yeah. But we appreciate the support as always. And we will see you, ladies and gentlemen, next week. Dubs and six, bitch. Celtics in seven. <laughs>